Thank you for joining us on a special episode of ThinkSpace IT. This is an experiment where we are going to bring you part one of a conversation between Jessa Erickson of ThinkSpace IT and Travis Waldstein of AirServe Heating and Air Conditioning in Council Bluffs, Iowa. The two had an opportunity to sit down and talk, and uh, as we mentioned, Part one will be on this episode of ThinkSpace IT, and part two will be released on Monday, and that is going to be on Travis's podcast called Circle of Trades. So we'll let you know where to find that. But first, here is the first half of the conversation between Travis and Jessa. You make this rather snappy, won't you? I have some very heavy thinking to do before 10 o'clock. Back with another episode of ThinkSpace IT. I'm Todd Studer, and in studio today, Jess Erickson with ThinkSpace IT. And I am uh, intrigued and maybe just a little bit nervous about uh, your <laughs> guest today. <laughs> this conversation could either be really interesting or it could go horribly off the rails. We're about to find out. I'm guessing probably a little of both, but maybe more so the latter. <laughs> I mean, rails, it yeah. is Travis. Travis Waldstein of AirServe Eating and Air in Council Bluffs, Iowa, is in studio today. And well, why, Jessica, did you want to have Je uh, Travis here to be able to talk to him about some of this stuff? Because for me, it's really fun to see how other other businesses, other verticals use IT. I mean, obviously, we've we've never had a customer who does what Travis does, and he'll get into that. So, you know, I know how governments use IT. I know how schools use IT. I'm just, I'm not sure how he does. But I know that with what we do, HVAC sometimes incorporates with IT. So I'm kind of fascinated. Oh, good. Yeah, actually, it does. So... Yeah, I don't know if I comprehend with IT. You might put a couple SHs in front of me and describe <laughs> me, but we won't talk about that. So. <laughs> well, let's talk about then some of the ways that you do use it. I've been in your, well, I haven't been in your new shop, but I was in your old shop. First time I came in and sat in your office, you had uh, big screen computers in front of you, a lot of things going on. I know that you are using different apps now mm -hmm. uh, for a lot of the projects that you're doing. So what are some of the different ways that IT benefits what it is that you do? Well, it's, it, it, it does. You know, when I, I got into this 2009 as a business owner and first thing we had was a, a product called Zware. It was our dispatching software. So it was horrible. I actually went after the franchise and got some money back because it was that bad. But uh, yeah, so if you want to know how not to build a, a product, uh, you know, Zware is a product I could tell you all the bad stuff about. But uh, but no, we our daily function as far as processes we use, we use a product called Service Titan. Service Titan, it... Uh, does everything from our dispatching or or our logging calls, dispatching, entering customer information. We put pictures into it. We create estimates out of it. It is our go-to. I mean, if it's not in service Titan, it basically does not happen as far as our business. And then with service Titan and the inner workings of that, uh, you know, as far as you know the P and L side and the balance sheet side of it, it all integrates or imports into QuickBooks, you know, so we do, uh, we can do daily, weekly, or monthly batches. It's better to do it daily or weekly versus monthly, but we do batches and export numbers into serve or into QuickBooks online versus service Titan. So we could do a financial accountability, profit and loss. So anything from the income side of things goes through, uh, service Titan. I, I know we, 
we are personally, and I know Jess is a Microsoft person, and we've had this discussion. Uh, my, my son, who also happens to work for Amazon IT, got me onto the Google train. So oh. for, 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 for better, for worse, yeah, 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 you know. But, but you know, he's in Seattle working for Amazon, you know, drinking $5 Starbucks coffee. It's, it's all good. <laughs> uh, but uh, a lot of our stuff we use, uh, we, we use, uh, used to be called Google Teams. Now it's called, I think, Google Chat. So our Google Chat, a lot of our, you know, commu- text communication is really through our email service so we get emails we could have a company group you could have like a a service group we could have individuals and so we use that a lot for communication and it's texting but you could be sitting at your desk you could be on your phone you could be on your laptop as far as communication goes so you know and, and you know that like I said it gets involved and like I said since my son helped me set that up you know that's where I rely on you know his expertise because uh you know he, he when it breaks it needs to be fixed you know and, and you know he has to unscrew up dad's work so you know it, it, it works pretty good but uh but yeah with everything we do i mean when we're out on service calls uh, we have service titan i mean we're taking pictures we're doing all that stuff our tablets so we're, we've We've gone all Apple tablets now, so we do very little as far as paper goes. There's a lot of eye rolling going on here. Yeah. Since we're not on video, hey, I, 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 I had Samsung tablets for a long time, and the problem was, the problem is, I actually liked the Samsung product. It wasn't an issue as far as the price, but well, so much stuff in HVAC is built around Apple. Okay. That's okay. that. It's not necessarily my choice. It's the reason I went to an iPhone last year. It's not because I liked the iPhone. I still liked my Samsung better. But all the apps in HVAC, Service Titan, all these are built around the Apple app. So you can use a Samsung, you know, but it doesn't have all the features and benefits. You don't have the fluidity. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, so unfortunately as a as a trade for the most part, they've kind of pigeonholed us and said, you know, this is where you really need to be, whether you want to be for not, as I fought the Apple thing for years. I mean, yeah. yeah, And and don't get me wrong. Apple's not bad. I used to have, actually, I had, uh, in college, I had uh, an Apple laptop. I had a uh, desktop as well. So there's nothing wrong with Apple, but, you know, working where I do now, the majority of the marketplace is with Microsoft products, Microsoft operating system products. Mm-hmm. So when I have people tell me that they have to have Apple, you know, we have to have that discussion. Why? Mm-hmm. Do you really have to have it or are you just an Apple fanatic and you want it? Because, I mean, either way, that's fine. But, you know, mm-hmm. price is always, you know, budget is always a big thing for me. So mm-hmm. for for us, it's strictly the functionality. And I fought it for a long time. And, and even on the phone side, like I said, I switched. If you ask me, now that I've got set up with the apps, there's not a whole lot of difference as far as the functionality between an iPhone and a Samsung phone. Now, one of my texts, Justin, will tell you that, you know, Apple's the Antichrist, and we had to get him a Samsung, and it's like, okay, I get it, you know. But, it, you know, it's a matter of, listen, we need the business to function, you know. We carry paper invoices, but I haven't had to break out a paper invoice in, like, eight years but if i need to we can and we don't want to go back to that because paper invoicing is terrible well you talked uh, about how far back your business goes 
if you were still doing everything with a paper invoice and everything was being filed into cabinets and it wasn't technology, do you think you've grown to the size that you are doing it the old way? Probably not, just because of the ma- amount of paper trail. I mean, during a busy time, we could hit, you know, just again, in a May, May through August, we are probably running anywhere between 20 and 40 service calls a day. We've got maybe one or two installs a day. So just the volume of work, if that's all on paper and you have to go through that, I probably have to have two people in the office just for handling the, the paperwork at backside of it. And, and realistically, no, because you're not able to follow up on, on stuff. You know, we do estimates going to service tight. Hey, we quoted Mrs. Jones on Tuesday, at a chimney liner. You know, we go in service tight, look that up. Hey, we call them. If we got a pile of estimates, you sitting on a desk, who knows how long before somebody gets them. So it's lost sales opportunities. You know, numbers, we've missed you campaigns. You know, someone that we haven't done business with in two years, we can follow up with. Hey, this person's got 20-year-old equipment. You know, we can run campaigns and we can send out, you know, we could do a postcard campaign or, a, you know, a top-of-mind awareness campaign to, you know, reach out to them customers you know and now the information is only as good as what's there because we you know if you don't update like models numbers and serial numbers we change out the system and it says well they still got a furnace from 1994 and we changed it two years ago so a lot of the premise comes back to is making sure that when we do our installs and that kind of stuff that we update that information but you can pull a lot of reports you know your roi you can pull up like I said, on individual calls, you know, are we making money? You know, I mean, the key performance indicators, that's always a big word, you know, uh, in the trades industry. So you could pull a lot of reports from service time. And I'd be the first to tell you that I maybe can function in service time, maybe 20% of the capability, but it's so broad and diverse for what it can do. It could take care of a company from a size of two to 200 there's other programs out there that could do what it does but the gang idea if you're not if you're not in the technology business and the trade you are losing money it, there's no doubt about it well ultimately yeah okay you can have a piece of paper but if you have a customer call in that has a question and you have to have somebody from accounting and somebody from dispatching and your service person all looking at the same document you got to think about how crowded that's going to be at the desk all three people looking at the same document at the same time versus a system like Service Titan where you guys have your computers and you can all bring up the same documents, have access to all of the same information all at the same time, but you're not crowded around each other. It's about productivity and uh, just lessening that downtime because you can speed things up. Yeah. Well, it's a great example. And Todd, I'm going to throw you under the bus a little bit just because I can. <laughs> Hit me. Um, you know, like I said, if you call in with that uh, Iowa Great Lakes phone number that you got up there, that 712-330 phone number that you got, when you call in, if you've done business before, it pulls up the customer information right there. So I've got everything before my CSR answers the phone. And, you know, you don't, I might guys say hi. It's a great day at Airsurf Council Bluffs. This is Desiree or this is Jane. She'll already know that it's you on the other end. Right. And, you know, we'll have that information. May not know why you're calling. Maybe it's a scheduled appointment. Maybe it's to follow up. But you can't do that with a piece of paper. No. Well, and, and along those same lines, I've been using this number for so long and it's so integrated into what that I do. To change it now would be 
really monumental yeah. <laughs> to get everything switched oh, over. I know. But I also know that you're right that when, when my caller ID shows up on a person's phone, it says Spirit Lake, Iowa. I live in Council Bluffs, Iowa. That's three and a half hours apart. And in, in this age where it scam calls constantly, I got a feeling a lot of people are not answering the phone when I call simply because of that. So it takes an extra step. I leave a message, send a text message, whatever, to uh, let them know, no, it's me. <laughs> well, and you're not the only one. I have a names number. And a couple of times I've actually had to call my parents not on my cell phone number. I've called them from the business and they don't answer because it's an 844 <laughs> number. And if you've ever heard, sorry, dad, you're, you're probably not listening to this, but regardless, sorry, dad. Uh, if you've ever heard him talk to a telemarketer, you'll understand why sometimes they don't answer the call. Uh, hey, I want to be in on that conversation. Uh, you, and my dad, you and my dad would get along very well. You, you know, the nice part about they go back to the cell phone stuff, you know, uh, if we want to send information about the tech profile, invoices, you know, hey, if we want to text the customer, mm -hmm. hey, text on his way, there's them features built in to, you know, all into that program. It's about touching base with the customer and let them know. And listen, with today's technology where people either they work from home or they work from business and they've got security cameras, whether it's Ring or whatever else, and they're having a, a, a stranger, say, come to their home or business to do work, you know, pe people, you know, people are protective of their things and, and rightfully so. So, you know, the technology is there to, to put the customer, you know, Eddie, especially if it's a new customer, but if it's someone we've done work with a long time, you know, as I tell my guys, you're always being watched, whether it's service Titan or it's whatever. And it's part of the reason we have it. Cause listen, I know when a tech leaves his last place, I know it takes him 20 minutes to get there. I know how long he's been working. I mean, so it, if he's not checking in, you know, not checking in, checking out, he's not going to get paid for his time. If he's not, you know, clocking in and listen, GPS, I mean, you know, you hate to think that you're not watched, but, you know, you're not watched. And it sounds terrible, but realistically in a, you know, real world when we're running business, you have to have accountability. And, Absolutely. And that's a big part with, you know, IT, you know, you know, whether you run a bank or software, you know, software development company or, you know, security, like a lot of what you guys do. It's big business, and there's real money involved because, you know, people like to keep their money in assets. It's What a shock. Well, and you talk about, you know, being watched. Yeah, it can kind of suck at times. I get it. You know, I'm not a big fan of being watched. But on the flip side, yeah, I you know, I need to have my employees be accountable. But, you know, if, if somebody was supposed to check in with a customer at, say, 10 a.m. and, you know, 10, 30, 11 o'clock, they haven't shown up yet mom mode goes into full effect and I'm freaking out going, oh my gosh, what happened to them? Especially if they had a drive to get there. So technology is great. Like we have one guy, Jeff, will sometimes uh, give us access to, I can't remember the Google app, but it will, it'll show us on the map where he is. And he knows I'm not always going to watch him and he doesn't always give me access to it. But he also knows that I will go into mom mode and I you know, I, I freak out when we have bad weather and I send people home early. I always tell them, you know, or I always ask nicely, I should say, please call me. Please text me when you get home. I just want to know that you're okay. Mm -hmm. So technology has stepped up in a major way, not only from an employee management standard, but for, you know, just basic 
watching out for people on a human level. Oh, absolutely. So I think that also it, you talked about the accountability level from your side, Travis, but it works the other way as well. It can protect the techs that you have working for you because let's say that they went on a service call and, you know, worst case scenario, the person wasn't home but claims they were, mm-hmm. which that can happen. And now you can go back and you can look at the data and you say, no, he was there. Yeah, he was there. You know, my favorite, well, he was only there for 15 minutes and he didn't do this. And it's like, okay, well, he drove from 915 from here to get to your house at 940. And he was here at your house from 940 to, you know, you know, 1055 or whatever it is. So I don't know what your 15 minutes is, but I know what my GPS and what my texts are checked in and what their notes and everything else. And not that we build time and material anyway, that's not how we bill. But if a person ever questions that, that's part of the reason where it protects the company along with documentation. A lot of stuff, pictures, entering information. The documentation is to give to customers you know, uh, hey, here's your air conditioner. Here's your furnace with a cracked heat exchanger. Here's what the cracked heat exchanger looks like. Here's what our recommendation is. And so, no, it absolutely, you know, that's probably my biggest thing is document, 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 because, uh, you know, it, and it's easy to do. It's better to type than write, because if you saw my handwriting, it looks like a doctor. Or and whoever I'm, came out to my house yesterday. Oh, yeah, that was... <laughs> I'm trying to think, was that, uh, was that, was that Justin? Uh, I can't remember. I don't know, but whoever it was, man, that was a novella he wrote. Oh, that was Steven then. (laughs) So yeah, yeah, that was Steven. For a standard, you know, check-in, we got a new AC and a new furnace, what, a little over a year ago now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, back to the whole reminders, hey, you know, it's been a while since we've heard from you. Mm-hmm. You know, we just put in a new AC in a furnace. Maybe you should get a tune-up. Thanks for the reminders, Jane. Thank yeah. you. Um, you know, it's it's super helpful. But, yeah, I was really surprised for a tune-up. There was so much written there. Yeah. I haven't read it yet, but. Well, and the reason is documentation. We leave one piece of paper, you know, and it's what they would call tech performance. The reason we do it is, you know, you can look at a computer screen, but, you know, we have a lot of old people, and I, I guess I put myself in there. People, listen, we're an old state of country, and some people still like to look at stuff on paper. When well, oh, that's absolutely. something that's tangible to look at. So, um, and, right here, uh, <laughs> we've, got, we've got a lot of paper that are just inside of the studio here. That, yes, we do, we're still printing off. And, you know, we do the radio show in the morning. We print off a paper log that I can follow along with because I've got, I have, the computer screen can get kind of full. So that's printed off so I can highlight things that are going. Uh, Peggy, we have the music log for her so she can track what's going on with the songs that we're playing in the morning show. Yeah, we're doing everything. We're, yeah. we're old school. I, I bet you Wheeler Walker Jr. is right on top of that music <laughs> list, right? Oh, of course. <laughs> I don't know if we'll ever fully get away from paper and pen. I think, I think it's going to be around, if not forever, for a good long time yet because – there are some things that you just can't do, at least not naturally, with uh, a computer, a cell phone, a tablet, whatever. There's just some things that are better left to be done on a piece of paper with a pencil or a pen. It also makes it tangible because, uh, such as earlier today, I handed you just a, a few pieces mm-hmm. of paper because now you have something concrete that you can hold in your hand. It has substance. It, yeah. It's not just in the electronic world or just on a computer screen. and 
psychologically, I think it's better. Like you're talking about, Travis, you're handing a piece of paper to a, a client and a customer. They've got something. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't just time that happened here. If Jane Doe was there, talked to the customer, and then John Doe comes home and wants to know what happened, you know, here's what he found today. You know, we email the invoices and stuff to the customer. But if he's got questions, you know, or she's got questions, whatever it is, that's the reason we, we have it there is for documentation because we get bombarded. I get three, 400 emails a day. Mm-hmm. So you get bombarded with the electronic stuff. But if you have a piece of paper, there is something tangible to that. My franchise actually disagrees with that. But I could tell you that, you know, we take pictures, we keep it documented, but uh, it does, customers do appreciate that. Well, now I got to ask, you talk about taking pictures and all your documentation. Mm-hmm. Are you having that stuff backed up? Um, service tight, because that's in service tight. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have zero control as far as the backup, as far as what they do. But, uh, you know, they're, they're a multinational Copy. So, you know, their stuff is, I guess, if you want to put it on the cloud. Okay, uh, good. So the, fran- the franchise that I belong to, uh, AirServe, they, you know, they, that's one of their biggest things is security, compliance. I get to have a wonderful conversation about PCI compliance later today. Which oh, is I'm like, sorry. Which is like poking out my eyeballs are written for Nebraska. But, you know, we <laughs> there's one. I, hey, I, and it, it wasn't was, directed uh, at me. There's no possible way we can get Travis in front of a microphone without uh, something with Nebraska coming up. Yeah. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, there there you go. So, uh, yeah, there's my love for him. So, but, uh, no, I, I mean, so they, yeah, their stuff is in the cloud. They got multiple ser- you know, I guess we call it servers, but essentially it is, you know, if you have, if you had a server attack, let's say in San Diego, California, they've got other places yep. and there's a lot of security stuff breach, you know, you know, there's a lot of protections into it. I, I won't sit there and tell you that it can't be breach oh no virtually anything can be but the biggest takeaway here is your your larger your higher ups they have redundancies in place which this is the kind of stuff i want to hear i really do because you're safe and that makes me very happy that brings us to the end of part one of jessa and travis's conversation now a reminder part two will be released on april 10th 2023 on a separate podcast. It will be on Circle of Trades with Travis Waldstein. So we invite you to join us then. If you like what you heard in this podcast, or heck, even if you didn't, check out our other episodes on virtually any streaming podcast service. You can also get social with us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. And most importantly, check out our website at thinkspaceit.com.